How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports Radio, 929thegame.com. Send me Greg into the 7 o'clock hour on this Sunday morning, on this game day Sunday morning. Oh, so glad thank that you. you. With, so glad that you were with us thank and uh, you. letting us ride along with you wherever you're going. If you're working, if you you know work that night shift, if you want to essential workers. Get, get out to the wa- heading out to the lake. Yep, or, or if, probably yeah, already there. Or if you're heading for morning services or whatnot, thanks for letting us ride along with you on this Sunday morning. We're here till 9 o'clock. We'll get you ready for Falcons football uh, later today here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. They're up in Nashville, but Music City. Uh, I don't know how many people have made the trip up. I, I would imagine a lot of fans drive up for that game in Nashville. Nashville's a nice little weekend trip anyway. It, it really is. I got to do my thing. Oh, oh, yeah, go ahead. Good morning, Georgia! Morning! And a good morning to you fine people in Fairburn. In Fairburn, Georgia. Fairburn. All the way down in Fairburn. Yeah. You got Roosevelt Highway, Highway 20, take all the way down. Roosevelt you know, Highway. Going, yeah. Where is that? Which one Let's is that? Let's take you out of College Park to Highway 29, okay. take you all the way down to Fairburn, Georgia. You headed almost. You had you headed always to Coweta County. You're not quite there, there yet, but you get down to Fairburn. Okay. Shout out to the folks out of Creekside High School. They uh, Creekside Seminoles. They won the uh, region championship. And uh, shout out to Coach Dixon. Got his uh, did he get his fiftieth win recently out there with them. So yeah, you know. Folks I tell there. you what. Also, I'm... one of their great alums was honored at University of Tennessee a couple of weeks ago. Eric Berry. Okay. Uh, is uh, alumnus of Creekside and was honored uh, with this number. Oh, 14 up at, uh, up at Tennessee. Who did Mill Creek play this past Friday night? I don't remember. Who was, who was it? it, was, it uh, I want to say it's a team with just one name. Either one of y'all remember? Anyway, I, I think I watched it on TV. Was, Mill Creek? Yeah, I think oh, so. They were, they were on TV this week. Well, I, I could have sworn it was Mill Creek I was watching. Yeah, Maybe there was a rerun. I don't know, but oh, no. it, I don't think they would do that. I thought it was Mill Creek I was watching. Now, this week you had... Norcross was one of the games that was going to be Norcross and Peachtree Ridge. The other one was Grayson and Archer. I think they, Actually, I it might have been Norcross. It might have been Norcross and Peachtree Ridge. No, 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 I, I didn't stay long. One. I just dipped in and dipped, dipped out. Dipped in and dipped out. Norcross won. They got to play. Um, they played North Gwinnett this week to win. They went up to uh, lock away their region. Well, I screwed this up because I said it because I was <laughs> brought it up because I was going to try and impress you that I watched this high school game. Okay, well, fine. We'll let you watch the high school. You were in the right county. I was, in, in that county. I was in the area. Yeah, you and that. <laughs> you know, we, we had John Betnarowski on with us, by the way, Friday How night. How is uh, the Great. Marietta yeah, Journal award-winning keep, writer? And, and author. And author. And, and man right. who makes people move basketball uh, goals. You know, well, he, he, Finally. Cause, no, somebody. because he did that down in Macon. Yeah. He's the one that, he's, that, that I'm said, glad. Uh, and he's holding on to our name for us. Biscuits and gravy game. <laughs> Biscuit and gravy game. Um, but, Gil, it was great having him check in with us and let us know some of the great stories that are happening out in Cobb. Obviously, the Walton team is a great story out there. 
but some teams that are also we hadn't been used to hearing about, like Osborne. Osborne is in the playoffs for the first time in school history. Osborne is in the state playoffs. My neighbors right down there from right. I was actually thinking about this yesterday. I can't believe you brought them up. I said next time because we we went by there. Well, I was going to say next time Sam brings up Osborne High School. Yes, we we spend some time there, but I go by it on a regular basis. And I said I'm going to remind folks if you don't know where Osborne is, you need to go see it, and then go three three blocks down to Herb's Ribs. Yeah. Herb's Rib Shack. It's right down the street. <laughs> right down the right street. Right down the street from Osborne. You know, big, 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 beautiful school there. So, yeah, we had, had fun with John talking uh, state playoffs and teams. That we got one more week of the regular season, so make sure the scoreboard show. We had an abbreviated version because of Hawks basketball this past Friday night. We'll be back with a full version for you next week as we are down to the final week of the regular season. Greg, we're going to find out if they – and, you know, you're going to have these tiebreakers. Mm-hmm. And you got different ways of breaking ties with the region. The state doesn't set – the tie breaks for this, you know, who who gets in and who have people to see it for this first round. The next round they have the the virtual. They flip the coin and that's for right. everybody to keep no folks, House, to keep them from going to the back of Waffle House. We can have some people going to Waffle House this next next Friday night, next Saturday, if we have some three way ties or some things like that. You you got to do something to break the tie. Usually you go on points, you know, that type of thing, differential. Right. And Chris Parker was breaking that all down. You know who who who, who will do what. Shout out to Coach. Goes. Yeah, yeah. But the reason you heard the band coming in, um, because this is the second rankings uh, for the band of the year, the, the band of the year, the band competition that will take place at Mercedes-Benz Stadium on December 15th uh, as an HBCU national championship. There will be a championship for band. Of course, the next day there will be a championship for football, um, you know, which will be the, the champion from the MEAC and the champion from the SWAC. Uh, we'll play that game, play the Celebration Bowl. The night before, they're going to have this band. going to have four bands, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and they're going to go at it for some big old hardware. And so, and it, you're going to say, it's going to be a trophy involved. Big trophy involved. Not just, oh, which one did you clap for most? Well, I guess they won. No, 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 no. This is not your regular battle of the bands. Whether this is a this chip. should be this should be like you know how schools have that you know that Paul Bunyan trophy or whatever, and then yeah. the school gets to hold on to it and display whatever this trophy is. Yeah, it should be something connected with, and I don't know how they would do it because when you talk about bands, you're talking about multiple people, but they should have something that recognizes and and, and highlights bands. And but I don't know how you would do that, but. Put it together, and that thing sits in your school yeah. for a year yeah. in display. Let me make that suggestion to John Grant next time we have him on. But what would you do, though? What, what, what would the trophy look like if it were to be, you know, to to? to I got to look for it because they, they, they're, they're, I'm, I'm looking to see it, see it presented, see a picture of it here. Of course, I'm following on their, on their Twitter page. Uh, but the, the rankings came out for this month, so they, they, they're doing them monthly. And the new number one for the Division One. Remember, you're in two divisions. You're doing Division One. Those are the larger enrollment, mm-hmm. you know, HBCUs. And then you got the D2s. The D2s, the D1s, North Carolina A&Ts. Now, it would be kind of interesting if North Carolina A&T makes it back here because their team for years was the dominant team in the Celebration Bowl, the early years of the game. They're now, you know, in the, in the Colonial Athletic Association, so they don't participate in the game. But they are number one, Norfolk State two, Jackson State three, Texas Southern four and Bethune Cookman five. We were listening to Southern coming in. Southern is seventh in this group. Tennessee State is eighth. Florida A and M ninth. And so a lot of people hating Florida A and M. They had their big homecoming this weekend too. They get enough press. They get enough press. They get enough press. They're like the Yankees. Yep. 
they, they, they are, you know, they're like the Yankees of of, of, of bands. They, they they are they they in a, in a number of ways. But and for your Division twos, they got Winston Salem State up at number one, Florida Memorial two, Virginia State, Central State, Tuskegee, but all the way down at number ten, Morehouse. Hmm. Morehouse checks in. Their band is ranked this week for the band of the year at Division two. And with that, we're going to get to some scores where you got a minute before, before we break down because it was home. Come on, sir. Well, I got, I got something. What you got? I got the trophy. What? Are you ready for this? Go ahead. Now, I, I realize this is radio. So the visual isn't there. But I'm doing this for you. All right? And, and Eric, look to who? So there will be some – this will be the design. You know who the guy who's got the, the bass drum? Yep. And he, he bends back like this with the thing on his head? Yeah. So when you see somebody in that position, you see a caricature of a guy holding a big bass drum – and his head back, back and a big kick like that, you know it's a marching band, right? Easy. So that you don't have to explain that part. Okay. And then what you have is the big bass drum, which obviously has has the skin, you know, the the, the drum skin there. But there will be no drum skin. <clears throat> it will be the logo of whatever school wins it will be put in that drum skin each year. And if a school wins it multiple times, so let's say Morehouse wins it the first year. Yeah. Then when it's the next year, it'll still be there, but it'll be a two underneath it or a second or whatever. So in other words, the competition will be how many times can you get your school logo in that bass drum and what's the number underneath it? Okay. That's my idea. Okay. And, you get, and, and that way it has legs. You see what I mean? It's something that carries on. There you go. All right. That's okay. my thought. All right. I'm taking that to John Grant. I'll be with you. <laughs> We ran out some of these scores of some of the games. We already told you about Georgia's win, and Georgia Tech just shocking folks last night to be 4-4. Four four. Kennesaw State was a winner over Lincoln uh, from California. I still see these dudes of Bishop Sycamore. They beat them 28-12. Uh, congratulations, Coach Brian Bohan, on his 70th win there at Kennesaw State as they got a win in their nine-game uh, schedule they have this season before they go full into Conference USA. Mercer is 6-3. and three. They beat Western Carolina 45-32. We talked about Morehouse's band being there. Kentucky State beat them 23-21, ouch, on homecoming. The big crowd was there, and the team gave probably played one of the better games of the season. Same is true for Clark Atlanta. Uh, led for most of the game against Tuskegee, but Tuskegee beats them 14-3. Albany State just let it out against Miles, 48-7. Fort Valley, 37. Uh, Virginia Lynchburg, 26. Benedict over Savannah State, 38-17. Valdosta State with the upset, upset, 31-28 winners. Over West Florida, uh, Barry is seven and one. They beat Hendricks fifty-three to six. Reinhardt is six and two. They beat Union forty-five ten. Uh, Pikeville forty-two point thirty-one. Brevard thirty. Lagrange twenty. Thursday night, Thursday night, the alma mater uh, was a winner up in Rome over Brevard. Shorter forty-one thirty-five. West Georgia is six and two. And down in Statesboro, uh, the bird didn't fly away. I knew Georgia State was in trouble when the bird didn't fly away. <laughs> Because last time Georgia State went under, the bird flew out the stadium, and he didn't even want to see. Didn't it. want to come he, back. He they, they didn't have the bird flew and landed where he's supposed to land. Um, they honored uh, Coach Paul Johnson and Coach Mark Rick was there as well. Georgia Southern beats Georgia State forty four twenty seven, snapped a three game win streak that Georgia State had over their folks from downstate. Both teams are six and two now. Um, Georgia State with a big game coming up next Saturday. James Madison nationally ranked. At 8-0, they beat ODU 30-27, coming to uh, Pete's Place next Saturday. Uh, big game nationally televised with Georgia State. So 6-2 and two, uh, with James Madison on the way for them. There you go. Yeah. Is that it? We all covered? Yeah, man. All right. Well, let's get on here. Oh, he's here. Terrell. He's, yeah. coming, he's coming up next. Um, yeah, our cousin. Our little cousin name, is coming on here. Name dropping. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Name dropping and acting like he's just all yeah. – 
You know, I'm bougie on this. <laughs> anyway, Terrell Thomas, these Urban Times coming up next. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. A day that lives in infamy in this country, in the history of this country. Y'all need to Google Black Tuesday. We'll leave it at that. We got to do it earlier, but right now we got a guest. I don't have time to talk about <laughs> what led to the Great Depression in this country, but it happened on this day. This is one of those days that people connected with Wall Street. I don't know what they do. They, there's some sort of acknowledgement or some sort of celebration. Yeah, something. There's got to be something, but uh, yeah, this was the day of the, of the crash or acknowledged as it. But that's not why you called. There's a guy on the phone here who's enjoyed his summer. Playing with the kids, taking some trips, mm-hmm. you know, uh, mm-hmm. puffing his chest out about his hometown of Philadelphia, yeah, thinking they're gonna, you know, bring some chips back there. Yeah. And it, it, other than hanging out with the family, I, uh, the other stuff hasn't really worked out that well. It really has. It's kind of a work in progress, but we love him anyway, right? <laughs> Here we do. He's our guy, man. He's our guy. Terrell Thomas, these urban times. Terrell, how have you been, man? You like the relative who's coming over at the holidays? Right, we ain't seen you in a minute. Good morning, <laughs> good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. It feels so good to be back. How are you guys this morning? We are, are doing great, man. How you doing? I'm well. I'm doing great as well. I cannot complain. Now, great now, sports Sunday in Atlanta, so I'm looking forward to it. No, we don't care about him. How are the kids doing? <laughs> that's what we care about. Oh, they're wonderful. School, school is back in session, as you know. So uh, that's been great. Melo is getting so much more in, engaged in football and enjoying Sundays. Uh, Sailors and acting. So, uh, the, the kids are doing well, and I'm happy and blessed for that. Hang on a second. He, did he just say something really quick and glossed over it? What was that about acting? Did you? Yeah, yeah. Well, she's been my, my daughter. Outside of doing her softball stuff, she's been taking acting lessons for a while for for about the past three years or so. So, um, well, you really buried the lead there, that. dude. I, we didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's where she's been this this okay. fall while, while softball is on break. Yeah. Okay. okay. How well, about that? How about congratulations that? Congratulations there. We hope. Well, both of them will yeah. will will reach the mountaintop. But anyway, man. All right. Listen. It's been a while. Do you, do you? Where do you want to go, Sam? Because see, we could ask him his thoughts on who's participating in the World Series and who's not. Well, why don't we do that so we can get that out of the way? <laughs> yeah. And, let's, and, let's, and, let's, and, let's, and then we get to the basketball. Okay. So, how did your baseball season end up? <laughs> no, you didn't. You know, it, there were there were a no, lot of highs, but right now there are, there are a lot of lows. You know, Ouch. there there are a lot of lows. Uh, Ouch. Um, you know, it's one of those catch twenty two things. I I was enjoying uh, my Philadelphia Phillies, as you gentlemen know, for 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 a while. And one of the things in which I envisioned came came true. You know, I watch a lot of Braves uh, baseball, and although uh, you know that's our rival team growing up, I do I have a lot of love for the Braves, so I can't I can't throw them any shade because. They continuously, even knowing that, you know, my first love is Philadelphia, they'll bless me and my kids with tickets to come to the games, and they know how much I love baseball. So world-class organization, but, hey, they're also their rivals. So I have been telling folks all year long, y'all don't want to see the Phillies when it's crunch time. And a lot of cats was talking trash to me. Oh, we're not worried about the Phillies. So it was refreshing to see my Phillies advance against the Braves. But then, you know, we got smacked in the face with reality. And it's, it's just still the fact that we're not in the World Series, the fact that I won't be traveling to Philadelphia in the next few weeks for a game or for a parade, it's just like, what the heck happened? So it's one of those things where it started off so well, 
and then the walls just came falling down all at once, and I'm still just sitting here in utter disbelief, honestly. Got shut down by a JV team. Anyway, whoa, yeah, yeah. Whoa, see, because the Braves ain't in there, you know. Whoa. So misery loves company. Wow. That's all right. Let them go with that. All right, man. Listen, we uh, we bring you on here to get your uh, NBA knowledge, basketball knowledge, just across the board, and uh, we'll tap into that college knowledge a little while later. But listen, the season is up and running. Some things that have happened so far. But let's start with this Hawks team. Not out of the gates uh, the way they'd like to, but just your thoughts on this first week or so of basketball. You know, I've I really been looking forward to this week for for the past two months or so, looking to see what Coach Quinn's new system will look like in a full season. I was kind of pleased with how the Hawks' season ended last year. Of course, it didn't end in a championship, which is the ultimate goal, but I did see some growth, some progression from the players. To start off the week with these two opponents in which we faced in Charlotte and New York, two two opponents in which the Hawks are very familiar with as well, I was very disappointed, to be quite honest with you, because we stand at a record of 0-2 right now, and I felt like both of those games were extremely winnable games. I know that the first game was on the road. You know, it's, a again, a new scheme we're seeing now. This is the post-John Collins era. He's no longer there, so you're kind of dividing those minutes up between Sadiq Bey and Jalen Johnson, who I think has the opportunity to be a stud with this offense. And then the Knicks, uh, organization in which, you know, a lot of Hawks fans have said over the years that Trey Young owns the Knicks, and I'm quite sure – the Knicks hear that in their locker room as well. Though the Knicks have some vets on their team, and Brunson and Randall and R.J. Barrett has looked good in this first week of the NBA season. I just still thought the Hawks would come out with a little bit more aggressive offensively. Now, we ha- we've seen them shoot the three ball. They're, ho- they're hoisting threes so far this season, and, and Coach Quinn has, has spoken on wanting them to even shoot even more three-point shots to, to kind of get that offense going. I've enjoyed what they look like defensively to a degree. I do think they're stepping up defensively. I've seen a little bit more defensive efforts from Trey Young as well. But overall, I've, I've been, uh, you know, just pleased with them because we still are waiting for the first one of the season. You know, waiting for that and see what happens. It, it gets no easy this week. I, I mean, you know, to me, Terrell, talking about, you know, things happen with this Hawks team, the, the backcourt. To me, that backcourt needs to click. And, I, I mean, last year we kind of waited for it to happen. We would see it some games, but we would see it inconsistently. To me, that's a big key to this team, uh, this combo. A lot has been invested in them. Uh, the expectations have been high. And, uh, you know, they kind of stumble out of the gate again this season. Maybe today against Dame, you know, makes them come out and, and, play, and play that way. Um, we have to see. But, you know, to me, that's, that's a key for this team. I don't know how you're feeling about, about that. No, I'm actually glad you mentioned that. Because when you when you talk to NBA insiders and you talk to folks like yourself and cats who cover the NBA frequently, a lot of people look at this as being maybe a top three backcourt in the NBA when you look at the talents of Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. But the first two games have not been good for those two. Uh, game one against Charlotte, Trey Young was four for 20 from the field. DeJounte was four from 17. They both struggled. And then Friday night, they both finished with 18 points, and we've seen them struggle for, with their three-point shot. Trey Young did have over 10 assists in this game, so we've seen it facilitating. But just, again, offensively, not what we expect from those two guys. And I think if those two guys get to clicking, we will see the, uh, that, that change to victories. And if, if, if in any one of those games, if those gentlemen had a, a better shooting percentage, better shooting effort, we win those two games. So you, you hit it right on the head. It's early in the year, of course, but – when you have two guys, two former All-Stars, two cats that have the potential to be All-Stars every season in the same backcourt and it's not clicking the way it is, uh, you know, if, if that continues, it'll be alarming. I don't want, I don't want to 
raise any flags too early in the season, but they have to get it going. And as you mentioned, tonight's challenge against Dame Lillard won't be easy, but it, what, what a better time than to get it going this season. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929thegame929thegame.com. Uh, with Terrell Thomas, uh, again, tell people where they can read you, how often you're updating this stuff, because that's one of the things that we, we don't talk a lot about, so I want to give you that opportunity. Thank you very much. Uh, you can check out all our NBA coverage and such on theseurbantimes.com. You can check us out there. It's also on YouTube at These Urban Times. Whenever you don't hear me speaking with these gentlemen on Saturdays or Sundays, that's where you can check out the work, theseurbantimes.com. There you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, um, you know, thoughts about the you know other things you've seen around the league, you know, this first week. And, you know, a lot of people have been watching certain teams. The defending champions came out looking like – Looking like defending champions. I don't think much is going to change with them. But, of course, out in San Antonio, everyone's watching to see how the first-round pick uh, player we think is going to be a generational-type player for the league um, made his first impressions. Just thoughts about, I guess, summing up this first week of regular season play. Yeah, it's been dope to see, as you just mentioned, watching Victor in San Antonio. He just looks like, you know, for lack of a better term, a freak of nature out there on the court, just so tall and the way he's able to handle the ball and such. He's already showing us displaying his perimeter game. I think that he's still getting accustomed to the NBA game, and I feel like his teammates are still getting accustomed to him. I've had an opportunity to watch some of his first two games against Dallas, against Houston, and you see him rolling to the rim, like almost looking for alley-oops, and his teammates you know, aren't accustomed to that yet, throwing him the ball and such. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see how the season progresses there. As you mentioned, the Denver Nuggets, they're just steamrolling right now. I don't either. I don't see much. The Joker is looking like he's already trying to get another MVP. I got my eyes on the Oklahoma City Thunder this season. Young cats over there. But I think this would be a potential breakout season for, say, Gilgis Alexander. A lot of common NBA fans don't really know about that guy and just how great of a scorer he is. Uh, So I'm interested to see what those cats do. Uh, You know, this is a little bias of me. I'm I'm also, of course, I have my eye on the 76ers. They got a lot of drama going on with James Harden, but I think this will allow a young man like like Tyree Maxey an opportunity to really display his talents. He had a huge game last night. Uh, he was 7 from 9 from three-point land, finished with 34 points. So I think in the, in the new era, as Nick Nurse is now taking over things uh, as the head coach for the Philadelphia 76ers, I got my eye on them just seeing what, what they can do as well. So it's been, it's been fascinating so far. I, I do believe it's still early. I know we have the, the, the new end-season tournament that will be coming up really, really soon to begin the first week of, no, of November, so I'm interested to see how that all unfolds. And then, you know, the NBA really, really ramps up around Christmas time, so I, I do believe that's when players will really start to put their foot on the gas. But I know that Adam Silver is hoping that the NBA season will ramp up with this new end-season tournament. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing how that progresses over the next week or two. He brought up the name. we got to ask him. James Harden. Yeah. How do you see this playing out, man? In, in your hometown, it's a it's a very tricky situation there. You know, it's I, I don't really see, and I've, I've been I've been monitoring this situation all summer long just to see where the Sixers will stand, especially after the, the arrival of Dame Lillard in the East, just making the Eastern Conference so much harder for our Hawks, for the Sixers. Um, but I, I I really don't know to be honest with you because there were, you know there were rumors and rumblings about him wanting to go to the Los Angeles Clippers, but they weren't really offering anything worthwhile. I think even though we watched the drama with James Harden, he's an AZ player. He's getting up there as far as NBA years are concerned. He's still a great talent. He's still a phenomenal scorer, and he's a phenomenal facilitator. I think that's a part of his game that is underlooked. 
and he may be even more of a facilitator at this stage in his career versus being a scorer, but he still is a top-tier talent in my eyes, and I think in the eyes of many who follow the game. So it seems like a lot of teams have honestly kind of been offering peanuts, <laughs> you know, for these guy, for this guy. And that's not to say that, you know, any anyone in the NBA has, the, you know, a lack of talent. But you, you want an all-star for an all-star in a lot of situations. And the 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 – the packages that have been put together so far from James Harden just have really been lackluster. So it, it, I, I really don't know what they have to do with him. Of course, recently he missed about 10 to 12 days of the final preseason slash training process with the Sixers. And then yeah. he tried to come on game day to hop on the plane with the Bucks, And the Sixers were pretty much like, no, we need you to get in game shape. And I, I do know that they're even monitoring that situation because he missed the national game and it's a new policy out this year where players need to play. If they're not hurt, if you don't have a broken leg or, right. you know, a broken shoulder, if it's not an extreme injury, they want the all-stars and their feature stars to play, especially on national televised games with the Sixers had against the Bucks and Harden wasn't there. So I know the NBA is really monitoring this situation. I don't see a place where he couldn't go right now, honestly, where the Sixers can get something that's even fair. I don't, I don't think that they'll be able to get something – uh, an equal value for Harden at this time, but even a fair exchange, I don't know. So I think in a perfect world, uh, he would be able to sit down with the Sixers brass and just come to a common ground and get on the court and actually play to his full potential. But I, I, I it, it, it seems like the Sixers, again, they, they lost to Milwaukee in the first game, 118 to 117. And last night they were able to pick up their first win of the season against Toronto. But the team has looked very good. Right. <laughs> they looked yeah. very good so far. So I don't know if Hart is going to have an opportunity to fit in with this team, but it's definitely something I'm going to keep my eye on. All right. Folks, that's Terrell Thomas, and he is social. You can find him on the uh, Twitter or the X, whatever you call it, in the last six months, at Eldorado2452 at Eldorado2452. All right. Well, that's all I got for him. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be back here like every week for yeah, the next four or five hey, months. When he come back with so, that, we, 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 we'll, we'll touch on the, the John Morant. Cause, cause, John cause, Morant. Because we'll, Memphis is 0-3 starting we'll, out. We'll get into the Freaks contract, 62. But say that out loud. Yeah. When we were kids growing up, they talk about GM made $62 million in profit this year. Now there's a basketball player making that in one year. Wow. Actually, there's two of them. Now. Anthony, hey, Anthony Davis <laughs> is doing it, too. So we'll talk about all that stuff. We're just getting started with yeah. you, man. Say hi to the kids for us and enjoy the rest of your weekend, Terrell. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Have a great week. All right. No, right now. That is Terrell Thomas. Uh, listen, there is a a big event going on tonight, Game 2 of the World Series. Sam doesn't care that much about it, but we got to talk about it because there's some things that have been going on worthy of mentioning. And then coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, top of the hour, I have got a full-blown casting call. We're going to be joined by a casting director. There's a movie project out there that got the waiver, so they need you, all those of you out there that want to make some money as an extra, and D. Orlando Ledbetter is going to be joining us. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. It is the 29th day of October. Hope you're having a wonderful weekend. And we got this far, man. We ain't thanked everybody for letting us be a part of their weekend. Yeah. So we should do that. You you should thank them for letting them be a part of their Friday nights. Yes. With the Thank you for school. that for the high school scoreboard show. And Thanks for all the support and people uh, listening and all the positive feedback, wonderful feedback we're getting from the show wherever we go. How's, and that's the thing. People said, that's the, that's why I listen to it on my way home. Mm-hmm. If I'm out of game, on my way home. Listen, we had Rusty Mansell come on with us. You know, he's on with the steakhouse right. in the week. And, you know, he's working games with Peachtree TV. And so after he left the game, he called in Friday night and we talked. He says, man, 
when I'm riding home, I have, I have the show on, and he just got, you know, he, he called in, and we got a chance to talk with him some about just the way the season has gone and mm-hmm. some of the players who've been top recruits and whatnot. So it was great to have him on with us. Right now, now, is it too early for you to tease the possible school day's guest of this week? Next yeah, week? It's, it's early for this week because well, we didn't do one this past week. Oh, you because did? We had, we had a, we only one for 90 minutes. Okay. We had an abbreviated show. Well, we, we, had two, we had two the week before. Because we were going into the high school. Oh, okay. So you, all right, you so, took so, care of so everybody. So, uh, so we, we, we'll get one for this week. We'll be letting people know who our school day's guest is going to be. I but. called you during the week yep. because as I was flipping around watching morning you know, TV and, and, and listening to this sports show and that sports show, and um, at one point during, I might have been get up, they showed Jeff Saturday getting his high school yeah, jacket. Exactly. Uh, you weren't in the picture. I was looking no, for Sam, no. but it was um, – Something he and he went on talking about you know playing high school football and talking about the you know the players coming out of Georgia. Yeah, and you get that on a national stage. I mean, I was amazed a number of people. I remember amazed a number of people who did not know he was local, who did not know he was from here. And some people just probably picked up on him after he got to University of North Carolina. Right. You know, they knew he went to North Carolina and then played for the Colts and whatnot. Um, but a lot of people didn't know that he played this high school ball and grew up in, in this area, the Cab hmm. County product. So yeah, Sam. Hey. On this date, hey, on before this we get date. to this work, the World Series, speaking yeah. of uh, baseball, today was the day that Branch Rickey got hired. The Brooklyn Dodgers hired Branch Rickey. Branch Rickey. On this day, named him president and GM. Wow. That, of course, changed baseball yep. as we know it. Happened on this day. And today was the day the first ballpoint pen was sold. <laughs> Yeah, okay. It was. It was paper just, mate, big. No, no, no. There ain't no paper mate, different versions. Okay. It was one there was one company that made them at Reynolds and, and and didn't say where it was sold, but the first ballpoint pen was sold to the public. Wow. It was on this date. Right? It was during the wars. So it was just one, you didn't get the pack of ten like you get. Well, now? the first pack of, you know, ballpoint pens. It was it was, was it a pack? I maybe was maybe it was a couple. I think it was new. It, it was probably, probably individual. One, one or two, yeah. Yeah, it was individual. But now you go to a, you know. I'm easy. just telling you what happened on this day. Ballpoint pen. Ha- like happened happened on this day. 10, 15 in a pack. Day. On this Black Tuesday. Okay. Also, this is for you. They first put together these two guys on this date, Huntley and Brinkley. Man. They did their first broadcast. Chet, Hunkley, Chet Huntley, David Remember Brinkley. how they were finished? Good night, Chet. Good night, David. And good night for NBC News. You that's, tell, that's, you're telling folks about something that happened long time ago. That, that was, that, yeah, that's how they were. Huntley and Brinkley were like a, a mainstay in this country for a very long time. Good night, Chet. Good night, David. Yeah. And good night for NBC News. Uh, let's see here. Why are, the, uh, why are hey. you not carrying it? What? What's wrong? What? Oh, I thought you were going to say something. No. Okay. No. Sam no. and Greg Sport, let's reset. Okay. <laughs> Sam and Greg Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Why you don't care nothing about the World Series? Oh, man. I realize the Braves aren't there, yeah. but there's yeah. times when the Braves don't play every year and you care about yeah, them. Yeah, because you'll have a team with some players that you follow that you know are the best. And sometimes it's nice to have an, an underdog or a team that is on blood radio. And not just that. I mean, the, the, the Rangers have been out there all season long. It's not one of the teams that we you know watch a lot or hear a lot of the players on the team. The D-backs have had their moments. They've been, they've been that thing just because been out there in the water, mm-hmm. you know, and they just, at the right time, they just came out there, you know. It's like Jaws. He just swims up under there, and he picks the right moment to pop up there and just eat up everything on the boat. And, and go back. <laughs> that's kind of what these guys have done. And here Can't they are. the series. a couple is, cocky teams and yeah. didn't want to respect them. The series is tied at 1-1. 
Diamondbacks with a 9-1 win last night, and uh, they split the first two games. <laughs> that's kind of all I got Weather for you. coming up next here on 11 Alive. Yeah, that's kind of all that's I like got for you. like how you give it a sports report back in the day. Uh, uh, listen, I had to figure out and, and try to find a reason to pull for one of these teams. Okay. And I had a little something for each one. I had to really reach for something with Arizona. But I found one. They're the team, the organization that broke the Cub, the cub curse, the Cub factor. You know, uh, that was a thing for a while. If you had three ex-Cubs, and, and major leaguers would talk about it, if you had three ex-Cubs on your team, you did not win the World Series. And it happened throughout baseball until 2001. And that team, led by Mark Grace, Mark Grace. had three, actually had four ex-Cubs on it, and yet they won, beat the Yankees. In a, in a World Series that, if you ever thought the Yankees should win, it was that one. Yeah. Um, yep. But, yeah, they uh, – they, Arizona. So I, I reached, okay, well, I'll pull for, you know, Diamondbacks. And then they go out and do what they did that first game. <laughs> I mean, had the game won, they could be going back to Arizona right now, literally two up. But Corey Seager, just, uh. So anyway, then my other, then I just switched. I just, well, here's something else that happened. Are you superstitious at all? But you know some people that are superstitious oh, yeah, when they're watching a the game? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, that's what happened that first game. And I'm not going to give you everything that's happened, that, that went on, but I was watching the game. We were Tracy and I were watching the game, and we were in a certain spot. We were watching it, and then she got up and moved. Right there as Corey Seager was coming up. Really? I stayed in my position. You know uh-huh. you don't get up right. or do something different in right. the middle of an inning when you get ready to close out a game and you're winning. And, you know. Miss Wolverine over here, she moves, and, <laughs> and psh, he hits the home run, uh, and I flipped out. Right? Uh, you can't blame that on me. Uh, yeah, I, know. I, I didn't say nothing, but you just you know that, right? You've been around folks that are superstitious that right, way, right, right? And I'm that way when it comes to certain. I'm not across the board like that, but certain times I get very superstitious. I'm not moving. I don't care if I got to go to the bathroom. I'm staying right where I'm at until this inning or this. If it's football, this this play is over. So now it's about Bruce Bochy. Yeah. I like Bruce Bochy yeah. a lot. And I think he is falling into a category like Tom Flores, like Cito Gaston, like managers with multiple chips, multi- just great leaders that aren't acknowledged. This guy got three rings. How often do you hear Bruce Bochy talked about amongst the all-time great managers? Three of them. Yeah. And a short period of time, too. Right. We're not talking about over 20 years. Right. It was like every other year for a period. So, and then there's a dude on that team, Robbie Grossman, who's just a ball player. I remember him when he played with the Tigers. And, you know, there's these players, uh, Ozzie Albies is like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Dansby was like that. They're just, when you see the description of a ball player, yep. the definition, it's these guys. Robbie Grossman was that up with the Tigers. So he's now playing with the Rangers. Ain't got nothing to do with that other Tiger who's on that team because I think he's going to get shelled, meaning Scherzer, Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. He's going to get. Why do you say that? Because he's been getting hit. He's not been Max Scherzer. He's not been Cy Young Max Scherzer for a while. I could, I could pull out numbers, and you know that's not what we do on this show. We don't we don't beat you over the head with numbers. Sam and I do a lot of our stuff with the eyeball test. All right. And Max Scherzer is known if you jump on him early. That, you know, for whatever reason, I don't want to say he gets flustered, but you could you could he's gettable. Verlander's like that too. You know, they'll leave one over the middle of the plate with all their other magic pitches and things that they do. <laughs> their artistry, that was the word I was looking for. Artistry. Artistry. It's a nice way of putting yeah. it. Yeah. 
And, yeah. and those guys have that. But these last couple of years, you know, they're on the back nine of their career, if not the 18th hole. So <laughs> they are gettable. But Scherzer, more than Verlander, has really been touched up. And he's, he's just been not that dude. Listen, they still he, have the confidence to give him the ball and send him out there. And, and, and I mean, listen, he's, he's right? nine at the manager's door to get in to let him go. I need to get up in there because every time he gets hurt, he wants to come back. He's one of these guys that just wants to be in the game. And you understand that, and you love that. But he ain't the Max Scherzer. We'll see. Maybe Magic will come back. I'm not saying he's like Clayton Kershaw in the playoffs, but he's hittable. Yeah. So I believe, and this Arizona team didn't get, I mean, a team normally crawls up in the fetal position after what happened to them after game one. But they came back and methodically just took it to the Rangers. Yeah. In their house. So this is going to be interesting to see what happens. Coming up once I get back to Arizona. So I do kind of care about it. I'll I'll call you and tell you what the results are. <laughs> Since you ain't watching. I'll, I'll, well, 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 I'll say something good about the departure of Dusty Baker. At, yes. at 74, he didn't, you know, you know, step down this week. He wouldn't say retire, and you'll see you later, but I don't know what else he he, he, he is gonna do. Uh want to. Maybe he'll spend more time around here in Atlanta. Hey, hey front office would um, be like Hank. Would be like be like that, but maybe just just spend more time here in town. I know there's certain places he likes to go. Uh, from his time here in this city was quite good to him in his early years of his playing career. Uh, still has a lot of friends, obviously, here in this town and obviously knows his attachment and his affection with, with, with Henry Aaron. So maybe we'll get to see him at the Busy Bee or the beautiful restaurant from time <laughs> to time, sitting there having him some breakfast. So, uh, you know, Dusty knows that the people here in Atlanta have a lot of love and respect for him and appreciate uh, We're glad he was able to get that, uh, to, to get that done last season. And, um, you know, with Houston. How does it work? Who makes the decision? Who gets on the committee? Um, the Veterans Committee. Because that's where I see Dave, Dusty first. You know, we're going to put him on this committee that votes, votes for the players who the writers haven't put into the Hall of Fame. So they're going to make sure, much like, was it last year, the Fred McGriffs don't get ignored okay. and get into the Hall of Fame. So Dusty will probably get on that committee, won't you think? Um, I guess he's, he's an ex-player. He, he is. He is. He, so I would think that'd be the first committee that would call him and say, we want you on here. We kick some of these other knuckleheads. Who's, I mean, his opinion <laughs> yep. and being manager and player right. and dude standing on the field when Hank Aaron hit the, you know, in the on deck circle when Hank hit his historic home run. I would think that would be the first. Which, which next spring would be the 50th. What? Yeah. Next year would be 50 years since uh, seven fifteen. How about that, sports fans? How many? How many? How, do, how, do you how mark many? That? The principals how, are still around. How do you? How do you mark that though? And okay. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure the Braves have already thought of some I'm things sure. they're going to do already. So let me ask you a question. But, but, but how do you mark the 50th anniversary of that moment, and, and not just what it meant to baseball, what it meant for this city? Dude, um, they got to make sure that whenever the schedule comes out, if they can't have the Dodgers here. I don't know, I don't know do when that. they I make think, the schedule. I don't yeah. know how they could do it, but I don't think they, that would I don't be think great. If go that far, that would be that would be. I don't know if they. If you're thought. thinking about what could be done, well, true. that would be true. the first thing. True. You have true. the Dodgers here for that. For that, I realize it's early in the season, but it, all bets are off right now anyway, right? Because we play everybody in baseball. is not like the, not like the old days where you got to save room for your divisional matchups. So is that who's around? Okay, we know Hank's gone. We know that that Miss Bobby's. He's still here, right? right. Miss Bobby is his his, his, his wife, Billy. Billy, Billy uh, yes. I don't know oh, Bobby. Yeah. Billy's much, still here. Much, okay. Much, yeah. yeah <sighs> the number of people, the number of people that were on the field that were playing, I believe, I believe so. Pitcher? I think, like, lately. 
Um, Dust, well, Dusty's here. Right. Al Downing's here. The, obviously, the manager's not here. I'm just trying to think. Craig Sager is gone. Yeah, we're running you around know. in that in that, pool in that in trench, trench coat, coat. In that Colombo coat. <laughs> and, but but, I, but I'm sure a lot of people, you know, we'll be some reflecting, and uh, we'll see who's around. I, t- I tell you, that's someone, a good thought. I, hadn't thought I tell about you, someone that. who's around, and maybe we get him on and get some ideas from him. Is uh, Bob Hope. Who was doing? Who? Uh, who Bob Hope, who was doing PR for the Braves at the time. Okay, his name is Bob Hope. Time. His name is Bob Hope. Yeah. Okay, maybe we talk. To, he probably got some. Matter of fact, he probably already. He may be already cooking up something. That's who I'll check with. Yeah, you get on the phone with him. Okay, we'll be back in a minute. We have got a casting call. Yep, a casting call coming up in just a few minutes. It's going to be joined by January Curry from Destination Casting. Found out this past week there's a movie that got uh, a special waiver and is being shot, and they need extras. They need you guys out there. So she's going to come on live and tell you who she's looking for, but also give a little education how this waiver situation works out. That is all next, and then D. Orlando Ledbetter will be joining us in the 8 o'clock hour. Sam and Greg on this 29th day of October. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And, yep, take us with us on it. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.